0: the we see the world through devil's eyes so much courage. I just wanted to mention that. You don't need my approval. But anyway, Frog is such a great person. Frog's smile is so contagious. In fact, I saw Frog make a whole audience smile. I think Frog should be very proud of Frog Self. Oh my goodness, we made it through. And if you need more help on how to use neoporna sentences, come here. Today... Today, I think Armalite Rifle does not approve of this video by Frog Self. I don't welcome so. everybody to the tribe this is a place where we aim to make you laugh piss you off educate and be educated on anything and everything encompassing life <clears throat> we're your hosts i am Armalite rifle
1: <laughs> and i am at4
0: so sit down folks buckle up because it's gonna be a bumpy fucking ride
1: <laughs> oh yeah you already know it's gonna be a bumpy one
0: <laughs> all right look dude okay the minute we start using frog and frogs as our pronouns, <laughs> I am now Armalite rifle.
1: Yeah, These are and my I will pronouns. be I will be AT4 or you know oh, what A10 Warthog. Uh
0: I, I like it. You are Burt Burt's. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> fuck me, dude.
1: What the fuck is happening to society? I, fuck, I don't even know anymore, dude. I, fucking, <laughs> I just I can't I just I can't with society anymore. This this is oh, why I drink. Man. This is why I drink fucking at eight o'clock in the morning, nine o'clock. Morning.
0: Well, well, speaking of drinking, what are we drinking today? Uh let's I'm, let everybody know what we are sipping on today.
1: I'm having myself a uh, <laughs> Oh shit, sorry. Okay. Um, Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, had a little tickle in the nose. Um <clears throat> a little bit of eighty four uh, down. Eighty four down. <laughs> uh Royal Crest Canadian whiskey. Mm. Mm trying to trying to check out some uh, some cheaper alternatives to crown because that shit's expensive.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah. Um I went with the best whiskey in the lands. <laughs> Bloodslinger's Slingers bourbon this morning. Uh, if you guys have not tried anything from Bloodslinger's, Slingers, uh, you're a commie and you probably belong in China. Yeah. Locked up in your house being <clears throat> monitored by drones by Chinese government drones. Yeah. That's not a lie, folks. That's real deal. Real shit. That's what's Mm -hmm. happening over there. But hey, you know, fucking Nance. Granny Nance. Nancy Pelosi thinks that uh, China is one of the freest countries in the world. So hey, there you go. Cheers. They're nice. They're
1: nice and free over there. They're they're getting monitored minutely, hourly, daily.
0: Yeah. Secondly.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Bro, I would constantly like if 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 the American government tried that bullshit, one, all of them could get shot down. But two, if let's say they didn't, right, and they were trying that, the, every single time that drone flies <laughs> by my window, bro, I'm dropping trowel, spreading cheeks, and hanging butthole out the fucking
1: window. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get a full view of the goat every fucking time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yes. That Chinese (laughs) government is gonna see my asshole more times than they care to see it.
1: It's happening. It's true. It's very true. Yeah,
0: it's that's what would happen. But no, we don't live in China. We live in (laughs) the freest country on the planet.
1: Uh, (coughs) Watch the the next the next definition they're gonna change is the definition of freedom.
0: (laughs) uh yeah they can get <laughs> fucked good and proper so we're starting this one off on a fucking roll um we last week said that we were going to do part two of transitioning out of the military and we were going to get bernie's kind of backstory on his service uh how he got in why he got in his deployment in, uh in afghanistan i think that could um serve as some good backstory um how your deployment went um things that happened on your deployment and things that didn't happen on the deployment um things that may have happened on the deployment that affect you uh daily um and then your transition out um, and a little bit of how that went coming out of the military and what have you so but first we wanted to start with frog and frog self and frogs <coughs> and that good shit uh, we wanted to make sure everybody knew um, our new pronouns Speaking of this, did you ever see that video of mm. Kamala Harris
1: mm,
0: no. at that that meeting or whatever the oh, fuck yeah, yeah, she yeah. was at She's... in the blue suit?
1: Yeah, she said, I am he, uh, she, her, wearing okay. a blue suit. Like,
0: okay. But yeah, did you ever see the extended version of this fucking video? Uh, no, I don't think so. So apparently everybody in the room went around the table <laughs> and participated in these shenanigans. <laughs> The next chick to do it is this fucking fatty sitting to the right, our left, of mm-hmm. Kamala, And she's like, I am so-and-so, I'm wearing a red shirt, my pronouns are she, her, I have brown hair, and I'm wearing a mask. No shit, cunt face. I'm pretty sure everybody at the fucking table can see you're wearing a red shirt, what your hair's brown, blind? and you're wearing a fucking mask.
1: What if they were blind?
0: I really don't think they give a fuck what that person is wearing and that they're wearing a mask or what color their hair is.
1: Yeah. Does it, does it like slowly progress to the net? Like as, as it goes next up, like where, um, <laughs> where it's like, I am so-and-so I'm wearing a blue dress and I have black hair and I'm wearing a mask and I'm Caucasian. And then the <laughs> next guy is like, uh, I am so-and-so I, my pronouns are him and her. And fucking, <clears throat> I'm wearing a black dress with a white top and blue shoes, and I'm not wearing a mask. And <laughs> you know, you know just like
0: progressing, is they should have done around. Uh, <clears throat> there's a hole. There's a hole. Yeah, yeah. But with each individual person's thing. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So oh, that man. was, uh, that was some fucking sh- fun shenanigans. Uh, that was a, that was a nice, nice deal. They had going on there, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So wanna, before we get into that, we wanted to touch on the new in case you guys didn't know the non-Neo pronouns, whatever the flying fuck those are, um, frog and frogs <laughs> apparently is part of this. We want to, uh, formally, uh, address our pronouns. and what We will be using from here on out and um, touch a little bit on this deal. Now, we talked a little bit about it before the show. And I didn't go any further with burning on it because apparently he's been living under Patrick's rock at the bottom of bikini bottom yeah. and hasn't seen this. <clears throat> so not too sure how many of you guys have seen this. I know uh, a couple of people have asked me if we were going to cover this. So we will. So on September 1st, Joe Biden gave a speech Mm -hmm. and it's been a, it's been a few days since I watched the speech. So I can't remember exactly at what point this happens, but a a specific instance during the speech and then it carried through the rest of it, (coughs) the backdrop behind him, all the lighting goes red. So it's literally red and black behind him. He's got a Marine on either side of him in the background and he goes into this, this rant, this tirade. Okay. I'm going to read this straight off of Breitbart uh, just because it's easier. Um, Joe Biden trashes MAGA agenda as extremism. That threatens very foundations of our Republic. This is mind you, while that whole red and black scene is behind him was very Hitler third Reich ish.
1: That sounds, yeah, it sounds like it.
0: Uh, <clears throat> so. He sneered on Twitter, the MAGA agenda represents an extremism that threatens the very foundation of our republic. It doesn't respect our Constitution. <laughs> fuck me. It doesn't believe in the rule of law. Interesting. And it doesn't recognize mm-hmm. the will of the people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is what this this decrepit fucktard said. Biden's attack on Republicans follows the theme set last Thursday night when he called on on Americans to, quote, stop MAGA Republicans, whom he consistently maligned as a dark force assailing democracy in his, quote, soul of the nation primetime speech. As Breitbart News reported, the president said on that occasion, after portraying MAGA Republicans as direct threats to American democracy, which he did, lawbreakers have no place in the america he wants to build for tomorrow quote Maga republicans do not respect the constitution he said they do not believe in the rule of law they do not believe in the rule of law they do not recognize the will of the people Mm -hmm. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards, he added, backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence. Later, Biden encouraged Americans to fight against this dark and wicked ideology, characterizing MAGA Republicans as a minority, even though 70 million people voted for Donald Trump. Okay, listen, you old decrepit, cocksucking piece of shit. I'm pretty sure it was you and your democratic fucking counterparts that wished death, a a winter of death and destruction upon anybody who opposed the vaccine. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it was your fucking administration who called for people to be fired from their jobs and businesses closed. If they did not want to wear a mask and receive the vaccine. Pretty sure that's pretty fucking authoritarian. I'm pretty fucking sure that your party as well as yourself never once denounced the actions by the BLM and Antifa during the riots that burned fucking cities of this country to the ground. And a matter of fact, it was your party that went out there. And pushed for it and called for it. And called for the violence. Yeah. And and deemed it a summer of love. <laughs> are you out of your goddamn mind? True patriotic Americans are now terrorists. We are now being labeled as domestic terrorists. In which he is calling for the Democratic left and every one of his followers to fight back against Republicans, right-leaning Americans, patriots, and realistically, those like me and Bernie who are constitutionalists. How the fuck can you tell me that your party stands for the constitution with the bullshit your party has pulled over the last two years? MAGA Republicans do not respect the constitution bitch you're coming for our second amendment right yeah you are literally trying to strip us of our second amendment right i'm pretty sure that's not respecting the constitution your son hunter <laughs> biden has not been prosecuted for anything that that motherfucker has done how are you going to tell me you respect the rule of law you showered with your daughter inappropriate fucking
1: ages yeah that was uh and there has been
0: nothing nothing (laughs) has transpired of this pretty sure you are safe from the rule of law Mm. Hillary Clinton destroyed black government issued blackberries and 33,000 fucking emails Obama has what over three million
1: 33 documents. Million.
0: Oh, sorry. 33 million documents at his house that he took when he left office and nobody knows if they're classified or not.
1: Yep. Cause nothing, no said nothing, nothing about him.
0: fucking nothing. How are you going to tell me that MAGA Republicans are the ones that do not respect the constitution and do not believe in the rule of law? Are you out of your goddamn mind? Yeah. Out of your fucking mind. Guys, this is the shit that we talk about weekly. MAGA Republicans, whom he consistently maligned as a dark force assailing democracy. We are being targeted.
1: <coughs> Joe really Biden are.
0: and his administration are weaponizing the three letter federal agencies to come after opposing political Americans. Like, like, there's no other way to, to put this. Like, there's no other way to look at this. This is exactly what has happened. If anything is an authoritarian government, it's this motherfucker right here. Mm-hmm. Shit's getting wild. Like we talked about it last week, this shit was getting a little bit crazier and it was continuously getting crazy. This is unreal. <coughs> Literally the president of the United States is calling for his followers, his, people that follow his political ideology, to go out and fight against fellow Americans that have an opposing political view. Yeah. Like you know who did this? You know who did this type of shit? Old Big Daddy's Linsk mm-hmm I, I'm pretty sure Zelensky went over there and had his political opponents jailed yeah jailed yeah he did motherfucker that is the government of Ukraine imprisoning opposing political opponents and people with a differing political ideology
1: and, and for those that that can't remember Ukraine's the one with you know they they have the blue and yellow flag that everyone That's keeps right. putting up on yeah. their. On their that, Facebook yeah. profiles and their IG profiles yeah. and all that stuff. Like save, That's the one that we've yeah, sent over $40 billion dollars to, right? Yeah, some, something around so, there. Something 40, like 70, fucking 80, something like that. Close fucking, to 100 at this point, I yeah, believe. Yeah,
0: probably. I believe, yeah, it's close to 100 <clears throat> billion dollars we've sent to this shithole fucking country. Yeah. Meanwhile, old Big Daddy Zelensky <clears throat> is over there doing fucking Vogue photo shoots with his wife.
1: Mm, with when his country of money. is,
0: uh, hey, man, you know, asking. That. Pulling that, a,
1: a Breaking Bad. Bro, taking not
0: only all of our money, but then turning around and asking for China's help to rebuild his economy.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Literally, America's economic fucking competitor, right? Political fucking competitor, communist fucking country, over 1400 fucking Uyghur Muslim concentration camps, committing genocide, all this shit going on in China. Hey. Can you help us out? I mean, America has given us about all they they got. Biden can't shit money out fast enough, so we need some of yours. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Weird that they're buddies, right? Weird. It
1: is. It is a little bit weird. Weird that,
0: that, you know, old homeboy's fucking son was the head of, uh, what was it, Burisma? Yeah. Over there, heading up that whole deal. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, weird, weird. So, anyways, uh, yeah. What do you think, dude? I mean,
1: I, I like because you hadn't
0: seen this. You hadn't seen this. Yeah, I hadn't. I've been I think I might have.
1: I think I might have seen um the the video of I know the Ross speech. and D. Anthony
0: talked about it on on Fake News. Ringer bros last week. Uh, yeah, I think it was on Fake News.
1: Uh, oh, no, actually, no, they didn't because the their fake news this week was uh was pre-recorded because they all left they all bounced out of town for thursday for the weekend that's right since, ross was heading down since to today. tennessee
0: to taste the new flavor flaves of yeah. hard
1: af seltzer mm-hmm. which speaking um, of my two cases should be in the mail by now or in the uh on the way here i got a uh i got a text uh when was it i think it was yesterday that Excuse me. Wow. Ooh, um,
0: that's right. They did not necessarily cover it. Um, so they'll be covering it when they get back. Um, fun things. Uh, California to ban the sale of gas vehicles by 2035. Yet they're telling <laughs> California residents not to charge their electric vehicles because the power grid's going to be overloaded.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: You know what doesn't need to be plugged in? My fucking diesel truck. That doesn't yeah. need
1: to Or my gas truck. Or yeah. the gas Camry. Or the gas Corolla. Those yeah, don't need yeah. don't need to be charged. So, <clears throat> Hell, even the how's fucking... How's that going for you guys? Even the, even the hybrid Prius still doesn't even need to fucking <laughs> charge. It charges itself.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ, man. There's so much bullshit going on. You see <clears throat> fucking True Social has been removed from the Google Play?
1: I did see that. I heard about that one uh, on... <sighs> I forget what it what it was. I I just uh, yeah I remember hearing about that.
0: Fuck me, dude! It's just there's special. so much random shit. Going it's special. On his, it's, it's, yeah, it's thank fed. God I've got this Ludslinger's fucking bourbon for me mm-hmm. here. I I don't have my weed pen because it is in my bedroom. And I don't want to wake up the wife. Uh, she's she's sleeping in today, uh, enjoying the Labor Day sleeping times. Yeah, uh, so is mine. <laughs> I like fucking left it in there, um, but you know. <clears throat>
1: It's, but yeah, uh, it is Labor Day, everybody. Um we are recording this on Labor Day early in the morning. That's not, right. not that Labor early. Day. It's nine. It's nine. Nine for me, ten for you. Sounds like freedom. <clears throat> freedom. freedom slide. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I just I, I re cleaned my uh my M eighteen the other day. Gmail. And um Yeah, because it's been, you know, it's been in the in the drawer of freedom, the freedom drawer. Um and, uh, I wanted to, you know, take it apart, clean it. And then I wanted to check to see if that, uh, that little piece on top would, um, would be able to hold that site. And I couldn't no really go. figure out, I couldn't, I couldn't really figure out how to fucking take that little, that, so, that piece off.
0: Which site did you get?
1: <clears throat> I got the Romeo zero.
0: You got the Romeo zero? Yeah. I will buy it off. Of you.
1: Cause it does. I know it fits the three, six, five.
0: XL, yes, it does. It is yeah. it was literally specifically designed for the
1: 365 XL. Yeah, so so sure. we'll work something out.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> <I'm, laughs>
1: I need, I yeah. need it like right now. <laughs> and it's it's uh, it's FDE also.
0: Oh, <gasps> it's the FDE one.
1: Yes. Okay. You know well, I have yeah, mat- we're no, to yeah manage,
0: so. no, we're gonna work something. Out. <clears throat> yeah. We'll if I gotta if I gotta make payments and blowjobs, we're gonna work
1: something. out. <laughs> <laughs> it i mean it was i think it only cost me like 130. okay i got it I'll off of palmetto on a fucking on a special weekend or something okay. like that
0: i'll give you a hundo for it <laughs> yeah. we'll
1: still in the packaging yeah we'll still figure in. something out <laughs> because
0: this thing's going to get a, an fde wilson combat grip module
1: on mm-hmm, it mm-hmm.
0: um but i'm going to leave the black slide nice so i'm thinking once i do that fde grip module black slide with an fde optic um I, and then i end up going with that with that uh gold true precision fluted barrel That'd be i tight. think that'll look sexy so yeah uh yeah hold on to that for me because uh, okay. i fucking want it uh <laughs>
1: sure yeah i just I want to I, find another site though anyways uh because yeah. i feel like it would have been too small for the weapon itself because yeah. it's a it's a fucking baby ass uh site and i was like yeah yeah Okay, um, I so, just don't want to spend five hundred dollars on a fucking site. That's the whole thing. I know. And most of them the that are good, the, even the Hollow are still fucking. They're like three, four hundred dollars. It's crazy. Yeah, well, yeah. For I the mean, ones for the pistols, all, like
0: well, the, the, so the five hundred seven K, which is the one that mates, that'll fit on the three six five XL. I don't know if it'll fit. Um, you have the M eighteen right
1: Mm mm-hmm the three it's the 320 platform like
0: right um so I guess in a little research for both us and you uh (laughs) p320 m18 and halcyrn k or c
1: is that for
0: you, you might have to run the let me see which hollowson for the three twenty M eighteen? This is a Sig Sauer thread <coughs> on Reddit.
1: Uh, Man, Reddit is a wild fucking site, dude. <laughs> There's so much random shit on that damn on that yeah. damn site. A lot of very interesting uh, information too.
0: So I'm looking at. Hmm. I'll have to do a little bit more, but I think the f- that looks. Oh my God, dude, those Icarus grips are just so goddamn sexy. Yeah. <sighs> uh, but unfortunately I'm not paying 350 goddamn dollars for a fucking grip module. Yeah. Although I'm sure it is worth it. Um, I am seeing quite a few hollow suns on them. I would look at the Holosun. I know the 507K is running about 250.
1: Okay, that's not bad. Will I the Holosun could,
0: 407C fit the M18? Trichcon arm, Hollow Holosun 407C, 507C mount for Sig Sauer M17 M18 optics ready. Uh, we have found that minor fitting may be required to the rear step of the adapter plate due to slightly undersized cuts on Sig Slides. Okay.
1: See, I'm not um, down for you that. You have to get an adapter plate. <clears throat> yeah. See, I'm not, a, I'm not uh, down for all that. I just want, like, I want a Sig sight. So. So you're looking <clears throat> and at probably the
0: Romeo One
1: Pro. Yeah, which is 450. Yeah. <laughs> on sale. <laughs>
0: yeah. Either way, I will happily take your Romeo Zero. Yeah. For my 365 XL, so <clears throat> we'll work that deal out.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, we kind of just went uh, off on a random tangent there. Uh. No, yeah, we really
0: did. But (laughs) I guess what I was getting at with this stuff, uh, we want to start things, again, we want to start things off on a little bit of a a funny note with that
1: (laughs) fucking frog frog frog
0: shit. Uh, That's interesting. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, But in all seriousness, after this uh, soul, what the fuck did he call this horse shittery that he fucking gave
1: The Um.
0: the soul of the nation speech? Um, look, motherfucker, you don't represent the soul of the nation. You're literally the complete opposite. And uh, this is me speaking to every fucking patriotic American that my voice can reach right now. This is not okay. This is completely and utterly 100% unacceptable. The end period. No further discussion. Okay yeah get ready for a 100 percent all-out assault by the government Mm -hmm. in a political way on patriotic americans on constitutionalists on centrists when people like us are being labeled as domestic terrorists because we hold a different viewpoint than what the fucking powers that be have there's a massive fucking problem because they are they are now making americans like you and i not only targets for left wing extremists, but they are also criminalizing us. Mm -hmm. When people like Mike Glover, who have worked with the FBI, who have worked in the agency, who were special forces operators for 20 fucking years, And they are labeling them. the Federal Bureau of Investigations is labeling people like him and his organizations as domestic terrorist group, yet they refuse to put BLM and Antifa on that list. We have a major problem in this country. Mm -hmm. This shit is not cool. It is fucking scary. And you need to go out there and get yourself trained, proficient, Not just on weapons, but also
1: (coughs) shit. Of course, all of a sudden. Now we start having some tests. <laughs> yeah, you started and cutting out again. You're you're like coming in really. Oh, no! Yeah, it says my my connection's unstable. My and... and we're back. All right. Hey, we're back, yeah, Bernie, man. Bernie, Bernie. I was singing Bernie, <laughs> singing Bernie. Where'd you go,
0: Bernie? <laughs> oh man. Uh I, you know hey, the, bro, that's the NSA right? Yeah, right. We're talking um, too that, much shit. Yeah, they didn't like what I was saying. <laughs> cut. Yeah. Next. He's done. Fuck you. Uh yeah, guys. So um like I was saying, not too sure what cut out, what didn't cut out, what got garbled, what didn't get garbled. But um when when I talk about being trained and proficient, I'm not just talking about weapons. I'm not just talking about protect arming and protecting yourself. I'm talking about other ways learn how learn survival techniques learn some medical techniques learn how to start growing your own vegetables herbs things of that nature
1: learn to hunt yeah. dude I, I like uh motherfuckers
0: <laughs> i got skunked last year my first hunting season last season i got completely skunked didn't get a single kill on fucking anything yeah yesterday first day of my season not getting skunked <laughs> I snagged myself a rough grouse last night, went out with my boy, took the shoddy out, um, did some hiking with the dogs, and uh, was able to fucking bring down a rough grouse. Uh, Brought it home, plucked it, fucking cleaned it, dressed it, um, and cooked it up. As soon as I got home, we had some grouse breasts. The Um, The kid fucking loved it. We had some some today's some rest, resticities. Nice, <laughs> Uh, the little man loved it, dude. Um, and so he's starting to learn at a very early age of eight about getting back to that primal way, right? Native Americans, mm. and before even even us white men, right? The white man, uh, when we came over as pioneers, that's what we did, right? We built whole, our homes and we set up our homesteads, and men went out
1: and hunted. Well, and not only that too, like. You got to think the the uh, the wild game that you that you go and kill yourself and cook yourself and, you know, just not not that GMO shit that you get from the fucking store. The the, the 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 highly steroided fucking chicken breast that's like the fucking chicken breast that's like 38 ounces. It's like there's no fucking way one chicken breast weighs that fucking much and that's that big like you're those are huge no, fucking no, not at all if you take no. if you take the chicken yeah. breast and you put it up to another one and then you think about that as a whole chicken like there's no way that chicken is like yeah it's, it's a, a fucking monster, monster but <clears throat> you're getting out of this wild uh the the wild bird or you know uh elk or deer or whatever whatever you're getting out in the wild it's so much cleaner and it's you're getting so much mm-hmm. better nutrients out of it because it's not processed. Oh, yeah. There's no no processing. Yep. There it's just it's right there out in the fucking wild. Yep, doing its own There's
0: thing. no steroids. There's no that <clears throat> shit, man. It
1: exactly. is.
0: And and I can't tell you the sense of pride. And and I I know this is going to be to to those of you that that hunt consistently, right? That have already killed big game, deer, elk, whatever. That hunt bird consistently and and been doing it for a long time like this might sound a little fucking i don't know (laughs) newbie or weird i don't really give a fuck the pride that was there in going out killing that grouse coming home to my family cleaning it myself Mm -hmm. cutting it up seasoning it cooking it and watching my son take a bite of that knowing the entire process that i just put in to put that food in his mouth and in his little body, the cleanest, purest, healthiest form of protein that you could get from, a, from a poultry, uh, source brother, like, like there was so much pride, yeah. in it, right. Just having that experience, like I'm hooked, I'm done. Like, that's it. Like I'm hunting my ass off. Like when my neighbor and my buddy gets back from Oregon, uh, we will have like roughly two and a half weeks left the bow season so we'll have like two weekends left i will be leaving saturday morning and not coming back until probably sunday evening like we're hunting fucking hard because i want to have a freezer full of deer oh yeah i want to have you know i want to have grouse breasts and tenderloins stocked up in ziploc mm. bags in my i mean i got a three per day limit <laughs> on grouse like, I want to stock up on that shit if I can. I want to have that in the freezer. I want to have all this awesome meat that my family can put into their bodies and 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 grow big and strong and healthy and all that good shit over the next year. But
1: if you need help with um, that, getting some extra protein <laughs> in your life, in your diet, in your fitness yes. life, you can well, go to Blackstone Labs. Yeah.
0: If you don't have the (laughs) ability to hunt, or you maybe got skunk like I (laughs) did last season, and you need the extra protein in your system for post-workout consumption, if I may say this, yeah, head on over to Blackstone Labs. Man, fitness is such a huge thing. It's another part of that uh, preparedness uh, mindset that we were talking about. You know, again, it's not just weapons. It's not just growing your own food and stuff, but you also wanna be strong, you wanna be healthy, you wanna be hard to kill, right? You wanna be, um, be a fighter, you wanna be a warrior. Uh, a lot of that goes into your, your fitness. Um, so first off, to start it off, I am a NASM certified personal trainer, um, have been for a few years now. Uh, bodybuilding is one of my passions. Um, and another one of my passions that coincides with that is helping people get healthy helping people build the body that they've always dreamt of, helping people feel emotionally and mentally and physically attractive. Um, because it all kind of goes hand in hand. So started decided to start my own little business called Man Man Fitness. Um, hit me up, slide into my DMS. We will dial in your fitness program. I'll write your entire programs. We'll, we'll figure out your macros. We'll figure out your daily caloric intake to help you reach your goals. And we'll base it all off of your personal lifestyle. Um, and I'm not going to overcharge you. I'm not going to gouge the fuck out of you, man. We're all in hard times right now. I'm struggling. Um, got some hard times going on. I just took a $500 a month pay cut at work. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I feel you. I feel you, dude. Uh, but that's no excuse to not make your fitness and your health a priority, right? Um, and the other side of that is supplementation. Supplements are a very, very important part of a fitness regimen and program. So Blackstone Labs is a company that I have been a brand ambassador for for five years now, five, five and a half years now. Um, hands down the best supplements on the market that I've ever tried. Absolutely fucking love them. Um, We've got everything from your stable stuff, your creatine monohydrates to your glutamines to your multivitamins and your vitamin C's and your fucking turmeric and all that good shit all the way up to legal pro hormones. Um, And we've got some fire apparel as well. So head on over to BlackstoneLabs.com. Check out the website. Hit me up if you have any questions. Slide in my DMs at MagicMan330 on Instagram. Or you can hit me up at the tribe email, the underscore tribe21 at yahoo.com. I will answer all questions that you have. If you are ready to check out on the website use my code magicman330 and it will save you 20% off on your entire fucking oh, order. Yeah. <clears throat> Not just one product folks, the entire order 20% off. Um we can't always take pre-workout just to help us get a little extra energy because that shit will have us jacked and twitching and itching like a crackhead on the st- street corner in fucking downtown LA looking for the mm-hmm. next, people, right next the next year so what do we usually do guys we usually hit up a gas station or a grocery store or a liquor store something of that nature depending on where you're at and we reach for those monsters those rocks no free ads those fucking <laughs> red bulls
1: no free ads fuck those gas station energy
0: drinks <laughs> no free ads fuck those goons uh and that's what you should be saying when you walk into that place. You should be saying, fuck those goons. I'm not gonna buy that shit. It's garbage for my body. And I'm gonna go up and I'm shit. gonna hit up Bernie from the tribe. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go hit up Bernie from the tribe and I'm gonna see what that motherfucker's got going on over at Cardomax.com.
1: Oh yeah, Cardomax.com. Using promo code bornhard gets you 10% off. And if you hit that subscription button as well, saves you an additional five percent. So if you do go to cardomax.com what you need to Damn you
0: have that voice. <laughs> I, it's like if Fergie and Jesus <laughs> had a baby. <laughs>
1: it's the sound of an angel. Um it's the sound of an angel. <laughs> but seriously guys, go to cardomax.com get you that clean energy. There's it's it's way better for you than the <sighs> the fucking uh gas station energy drinks because you know they're for one one of those things is like three four dollars sometimes uh depending on what size you get with with cardomax you could put it in any size container you want any liquid you want it makes everything taste better whether it's water or juice or protein shake if you want that's kind of crazy but <clears throat> get it in there it's it's got zero fucking everything
0: bro speaking okay so cardomax.com mm-hmm. right zero fucking everything rockstar 270 calories 63 fucking grams of sugars.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Guys, cut the bullshit, hit up cardomax.com immediately. Yeah. Use that code bornhard and go save yourself some fucking money and get the cleanest
1: energy on the market.
0: Energy <clears throat> on the market. Yeah, cuz it as well as the immune boosters mm-hmm. too cuz we got, I mean we're coming into winter, dude, coming in fall winter. Little shitheads are gonna be running around touching crap, getting people sick. I mean you gotta do Cardamax, you gotta yep. do it too.
1: Definitely get that immune booster. Yeah. No, so we'll fucking we'll start back up from there.
0: <laughs> I was like, are you giving me a round of applause and then telling me you're fucking awesome, or what are you doing? We'll start back up from
1: after the clap. <laughs> after the clap after yeah. the clap?
0: Well, I'm not getting the clap. You can have the clap. I don't, don't want it either. I'm good. There's no clap. <laughs> No clap you keep the clap Fuck that noise
1: <laughs> uh, we well, i was there. gonna say i was gonna cut that part out nah, but no, I, we out. might as well nah, leave it now okay we're gonna leave that shit. <laughs> we're this gonna leave something. it okay
0: so for those of you that don't know zoom is uh kind of gay and where they used to let you unless you pay for some premium subscription uh where they used to let you just record like your meetings can be as long as you wanted now it's a 40 minute cap on meeting so generally like that 40 minute time's out and then bernie's got to restart the meeting and then he's got to go in he's got to edit everything together
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's yeah, it just makes my going. job a uh, harder <laughs> yeah so we're just <clears throat> yeah fuck it
1: <laughs> yeah ah, fuck it just gonna mesh so, the two together and we're gonna go
0: yeah. from there so uh we have got a couple other shout outs uh not sponsors as of yet
1: yeah we're gonna try to work with them for sure
0: um but we're gonna get through those real quick so we can get to the meats and potatoes of this episode um guys there have been so much there's been so much research and so many advancements in the uses of medical marijuana and thc and cbd to treat health related issues Mm -hmm. um this is something I've become a firm believer in as I use it myself. Um, my back is completely destroyed from 12 years in, in the service. Cool, uh, oh, bud. What a <laughs> fucking great sound!
1: Right, man. That love... was a
0: that was a good pop there.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: There we go.
1: <laughs> yes. there is, it's, 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 a it's such a it's and you know it's it's such a cheap bottle you would think like it would, it wouldn't have that. Like it would be a twist. That was a very
0: expensive but... cork pop,
1: Right. You know, it's just, yeah, it's that amazing.
0: Sounded, it sounded expensive. Royal crest. Um, or, you
1: know, who the fuck knows? Maybe, maybe knows? they'll sponsor us.
0: Oh, <laughs> fucking Royal crest. Hit us up. Um, <laughs> hit us up. Right. Just kidding. Lead slingers is who I would like to have. Hit us up. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, my back is completely fucking destroyed. Um, I'm working on some different treatments to try and get that back to where it needs, uh, somewhat close to where it needs to be. Uh, but man, f- for a while there, you know, I was popping bikes and perks <clears throat> and oxys and whatever the fuck I could get my hands on just to not be in pain. Um, decided yeah. so to say fuck it, uh, smoked a little weed, um, and man, that shit worked wonders. <laughs> yeah. It helps my sleep. <laughs> um, it helps the back pain, things like that. Obviously I can't do it when I'm going to be driving or I'm going to be out carrying or I'm going to be out, mm-hmm. you know, working, but man, when I'm home um, it's, it's nice to be able to have that alternative form of medicine to be able to help me with certain things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't have to use things with THC and them either um, CBD yeah. has come a very long way. Um, the guys over at shellshockcbd.com, John Burke, uh, 13 year U.S. Army veteran, two years on the drill sergeant trail, four and a half years Iraq, Afghanistan. I know he doesn't really like to to toot his own horn or have this one thing be like, hey, fucking come by my shit because I'm a veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not what we're saying. You know, I think his accolades and his accomplishments and his service needs to be recognized because it is very commendable. Right. Um, but aside from that, the things that John Burke has done f- just for society and the community in general through his podcast, The All American Savage Show, um, and other ventures that he has had is has done f- has been phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and that's why I really like the guy and I really like to support the guy. Um, in addition, his products are top-notch. His company is 100 percent top notch. Bernie froze again. Mm-mm. Ah
1: shit. Uh, man i thought i uh hey there you go there we go okay. all right we're back he froze. all right we're back connections unstable um, again fuck me
0: um anyway so he's just a good all-around dude man guy's got a big heart um, and he just wants to see people do good shit and help people out so this company shell shock cbd man they got everything they got your non-thc uh, gummies and oils and drops and fucking all that. good you tea bags. Um, <laughs> get your get you tea bag by the old eggplant. <laughs> um, and then he's got his THC stuff. Um, he's got the gummy forms. I think hard candy form possibly.
1: I don't um, think he's got hard candy. Can't remember. I know he's got the uh, he's got the Wonka bars. He's got the the weedos, doedos. Um, he's got the Halo gummies for sure the dark matter if you want to spend that much on it <clears throat>
0: um, oh that's wild oh they just dropped or they're getting ready to drop 50 milligram gummies whoa
1: yeah that, if you want to get higher than giraffe pussy then definitely get on yeah. that <laughs> yeah, bud. because i believe um, i think the the halo gummies is only five milligrams per gummy yeah so these are i believe <laughs> 10 times as strong
0: Called the halo ultras is what they're cool. gonna be
1: it should be a hey-ho hey ho hey
0: ho. um they've got your vape cartridges um you, they've got your disposable vape pens uh you've got your delta eight thc gummies you've got your delta eight uh let's oh motherfucker i want to see this here um you got cbd topicals mm-hmm. um Fire apparel, by the way. Let me just fucking say if I can say that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I want to double check on the hard candies because I could have sworn. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: Let's see, unless it's yes, new. Yes,
0: the asteroids hmm. are.
1: I haven't listened to the podcast in a while. So unless yes. it's new, so it must have just came out.
0: These are. Uh. Delta eight THC hard shelled chewy fruit mm-hmm. flavor candies. So like
1: a now and later Delta
0: eight per wow. bag so I or I like a skittle,
1: so. like a skittle, I would say maybe hard shell with the gummy inside kind of. Yeah. Deal. So kind and, of like a skittle.
0: Yeah. And these Delta that your Delta eight mm-hmm. is designed to, as they say, creates a mental high of euphoria without the paranoia and anxiousness that some may experience from weed. Um, yeah. May may help relieve inflammation associated with normal daily exercise and activity. Promotes memory focus, promotes a sense of relaxation, and may help with nausea and more. Um, so head on over to Shell Shock CBD guys. Check out everything they've got. They've got CBD for pets um, and all that good shit. Um, go support a really good dude. I, I don't want to say go support a veteran, but just go support a really good dude who's doing really good fucking things for his community and society as a whole. Um, on top of that. Black Rifle Coffee Company hands down the best fucking coffee on the market. Just mm-hmm. going to say it. It's real. It's true. Fuck everything else. BRCC is fucking fire. Mm-hmm. Um, get on over to Black Rifle Coffee and fucking man pick pick you up Go some pick of that coffee. In the
1: game. Big pick yourself up some coffee. Pick yourself up some apparel
0: apparel coffee mugs coffee i've got a
1: few i've got a few coffee mugs uh from them that they're the quality of their fucking mugs are just so amazing i forget Mm -hmm. the lady that they use for they have one specific lady that they use for this the ceramic for Mm -hmm. the coffee mugs and Mm -hmm. like she just fucking blows it out the park um yes go to brcc yep brcc fuck it, buy uh, some of their stock they're fucking they're <laughs> they're, yeah, they're they're public up. they're a publicly owned company now i I've,
0: I've very well with this pay cut maybe trying to snag me a part-time gig over at the brand new brcc location here in my hometown fuck off not gonna tell you where I am. <laughs> uh here in my town um and go to work for those guys man um just just yeah. all our good dudes um this location specifically is going to be run by Andy Stump, um, the host of the Clear Hot Podcast, retired U.S. Navy SEAL, uh, fucking badass dude. One of his good buddies. I'll throw this one out there because we constantly are talking about being prepared, constantly talking about weapons tactics, constantly, constantly talking about protecting yourself. Right. My- one of the best places to learn how to do this shit is at Field Craft Survival.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fieldcraft Survival is run by Mike Glover. Again, retired Sergeant Major, Special Force Sergeant Major. Mm-hmm. Um, he also runs the uh, American Contingency Group on uh, online, uh, which is one of the ones that ended up on that fucking bullshit FBI watch list. They can <laughs> fucking lick my asshole. Um, but Mike Glover is an amazing person, and he, the dude just wants to share his fucking knowledge with... Americans and help us learn how to protect ourselves, as well as properly um, be able to navigate certain situations that we may find ourselves in survival situations, things like that. So head on over to fieldcraftsurvival.com and check out all of their schools, their apparel. Uh, He's got uh, inside the waistband holsters. Um, and things of that nature. So, uh, She's go bags.
1: tourniquets and medical bags, bags trauma, trauma packs, bags. All, all anything
0: you can, or anything you need or could want for survival situations that dude's got it. Um, so I think with that, um, we're, let's get, let's finally fucking, get
1: into the show. Let's we're finally only getting,
0: uh, well, no, we got into the show a little bit. We talked about some of this. Um, But let's get to the meat and potatoes of this one. Um, So I'm going to hand this over to you. um, Because last week we kind of touched on my experience, why I enlisted, Mm -hmm. the changes that I saw within the military, the reasons why I got out, and kind of where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we briefly touched on your situation just a little bit. But let's get, I want a full background from you. Okay. Where you, why you started, where you started, um, what your mentality was like when you got in, how your deployment in Afghanistan went. Um, And then when you came home from Afghanistan, I'm kind of interested to hear your take on not just things that you struggled with coming home Mm -hmm. from downrange, but also changes that you may have seen going on happening in the military um that caused you to make that decision to not reenlist, mm-hmm. and then your mentality and struggles after you made that decision to not stay in okay Can i see where i'm going here
1: yeah yeah okay <clears throat> all right so we'll we'll start from start from the beginning uh you know graduating high school my mentality was always I had three career options that I wanted for my life first I wanted to be a firefighter always wanted to be a firefighter because my grandpa was a firefighter well he wasn't he wasn't a firefighter he was a mechanic for the entire LA County Fire Department LA County not just one department he was the Mm -hmm. the lead mechanic for okay. every vehicle, every truck, every engine, every fucking EMT, uh-huh. he was their mechanic in the entire count, the entire county of LA. No shit. So like fifty plus fucking fire stations. Yeah, yeah, that's. Right. <clears throat> um. So he was, you know, he was super close to every fire chief in the fucking area. Yeah. So I always wanted to be a firefighter, um, to kind of follow in those footsteps. If that didn't pan out, which you know, when I when I was in high school, we were california was in a real big sort of uh it was we hadn't hit that recession yet because that was o eight but i i graduated o nine i mean i graduated o seven um but so in o seven oh six o seven that area it was there was a really big uh there was a long fucking waiting list to be a firefighter in the the state of California. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like something like a four-year waiting list <clears throat> to be a yeah, firefighter in LA. Yeah, in the, I
0: remember LA. looking into it too around that time, and I was like, "Fuck me, dude!" There's like, yeah. even if you graduate the academy, yeah, even if you got on and got a seat at the academy, once you graduate the academy, you're still looking at like a two, three, four-year waiting list just to get on with a fucking like, like a, like a station.
1: Yeah. yeah so four. that was kind of like. Uh, that was my first deterrent. So I was like, Ah, shit. Okay, well, can't do that. Because even even though I got a really good connection with my grandpa, mm-hmm. uh, it's still gonna take me time because they want you to go through the the either the Explorer program or the Academy or you know they want you to have a degree. You know they want you they want you to have your associates in fire science. So mm-hmm. I was like, Well, shit. Okay, so that's gonna be it's gonna take me a while to do that. So then I was like, Well. A backup for that i wanted to be a a cop always wanted to be leo um as a backup well when you're 18 you can't be a cop until you're 21 or 20 and a half to go to the academy you graduate the academy at 21 then you can be a cop yep okay well i'm 18 so i gotta wait three years for that my fallback to that was the military i always like what i always wanted to be in the military as well um but that was kind of like my last resort was military. Uh and d- during all this time I had been I had gone to college. I started up at the at the JC by my house and uh at Citrus College I started there and I started with the mechanics program. Um <clears throat> so I was doing mechanic program there just wasn't me sitting behind a desk uh you know in with a book and a teacher wasn't fucking wasn't my thing. So once I finished my first year of college and failed half of it, which (laughs) literally (laughs) I failed half of the, of the classes that I attempted, um, which fucks me in the long run, uh, because I'm still fucking, I'm still seeing that today on my goddamn GPA, which is bullshit for fucking 15, 20 years later. Um, but, uh, yeah, so. I figured school's not my thing. I'm not going to get a degree out of this. I got to wait three years to be a cop, four years to be a firefighter. I might as well just fucking expedite the process and be a cop in the military because you can do that at 18. And at that point, I would already turned 19. So I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so at that same time, my cousins, uh, Brian and Paul, were both in the process. They had They had been looking at the military already. And once I got out of high school, the so let me back up again. At, after high school, when I turned eighteen, I had already mm-hmm. started the the looking process of the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, went to the Marine Corps, um, and wow. started talking to them. I took my ASVAB and everything uh, in high school. I took my took my ASVAB at seventeen, my junior year, the beginning of my junior year. I took it, um, and took it you know fucking got a pretty decent score uh and started talking to the recruiters for the marine corps after like once i grad first i as soon as i graduated high school well i put down that i had asthma and they were like oh no like no you're just go next door to the army they might take you (laughs) they're like we don't fuck around with asthma. you're good uh, yeah. so I went, went next door to the, to the army active army, um, and, uh, talked to them. They told me the same thing No, And I was like, but what if it's not a problem? Like I've literally been training for this the last four, five, six years, literally since middle school, I've wanted to join the military. Um, and they were like, nah, eh, it doesn't matter. Like when was the last time you had an asthma attack? And I was like, probably freshman year. So four years ago. And they were like, "Uh, "Well, you need at least like five to seven years of no activity of asthma, this and that, and then you got to go get a fucking a waiver and all this this bullshit." So they were like, "No, we're not even gonna fucking we're not even gonna fuck around fuck around with you." I was like, "Okay, well, fuck the navy and the air force. Um, I'll just go to college." So that that was where that year kind of went into uh, into play of college. So then after after that first year of college and I was like, fuck this, I'll just be a fucking ditch digger, you know? Um, and my cousins had both been looking into the military, both of them. Uh, Brian first, obviously, cause he was the, the first one to enlist. He was the one that found the national guard. Cause we hadn't heard about the national guard. Mm-hmm. So he found a national guard recruiter, talked to him. And I was like, Oh shit. Like, that's cool. He, he fucking just joined right away. Uh, and when he talked to the, to the national guard recruiter, he told me about it. And I, like, I went there when he signed his first contract and all that shit, he signed it with his parents and I was there and all that shit was like kind of a, a little thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was like, okay, recruiter. Hey, um, so I'm kind of <laughs> hey, interested <Mr>. too. Recruiter, <laughs> hey, Mr. recruiter man. yeah, I was like, okay, I'm kind of <laughs> interested now. I'm kind of interested in this. Like, I I hadn't heard anything about this National Guard shit. What is it? Um, And he was, like, telling me about it. He was like, well, your cousin just signed up. Uh, He just signed a contract to be an MP. Um, He got a $20,000 bonus. Sign-on bonus where you get half up front uh, as soon as you leave to basic, and then you get half when you fucking get home uh, three years later. And I was like, okay. right, it was half when you you complete basic in If I could stop
0: you, not to not to completely cut you off, but mm-hmm. I just want to I just want to interject for a quick minute. For any one of you listeners that is thinking about enlisting in the military, <laughs> first and foremost, don't. Uh, and I'm not listen. I don't mm-hmm. want to catch shit because I'm telling people not be like like I'm saying like serving your country is a horrible thing. It's not. It's one of the. It's one of if not the most. Prideful, most amazing things that I have ever done in my life, uh, which was yeah. where that uniform and served my country. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: but <clears throat> wait until twenty four or later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, minimum. But if you do
0: decide to not heed our <clears throat> warnings, Warning. <clears throat> and you do decide to enlist, bro, do not be a dumb fuck like me. Okay, <laughs> I did not even know about enlistment bonuses until I got to basic training. And one of my buddies was like, oh yeah, I got 20 grand. Oh yeah, I got 20, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what the fuck you said. He was like, yeah, bro, I got 20 grand. I was hmm. like, yeah, fuck, huh? huh? What, can you, one more like time? Like,
1: you're gonna make 20 grand this year, like for like E1 pay or no? Fuck, no, I got 20 grand. 20 grand. For an el- I was like, what is this <coughs> enlistment bonus
0: that you speak of? And he goes verbatim, he goes, you don't know what an enlistment bonus is? And I went, no. And he goes, You're your recruiter fucked you real good. <laughs> so yeah. people that are thinking of enlisting, please, for the love of all that is fucking holy, I'm Tom Cruise <laughs> Go when you go to the recruiter's office, tell them that you want to see the MOSs, okay with the highest enlistment bonuses. <laughs> with that have enlistment bonuses. Yeah not only that but motherfucker, if you want to go to airborne school or you want to go to air assault school or you want to go to whatever mm. you can get that put in your contract
1: yes Glover okay, said that, that can... in in uh, Mike force at yes. one point he said if you when you go to a recruiting station to enlist yes. make sure in that initial in your initial contract before before you sign it, before you go to basic training, before you go to MEPS, you make sure in that initial contract you get every and anything you want because the recruiters can put that in there. They don't have a budget. Yes. Once you get in the military, once you get through basic training and you are a, pro- a property of the fucking state, a property of the federal government, you you now are a part of a budget. <laughs> and if you're national guard you don't have a budget you are like your budget is zero your budget is nil because yes you literally only have the budget to sustain your fucking trading you don't have any extra
0: so (laughs) yeah so basically the way the guard works guys when it comes to funding and, and budgets for schools is it's all fiscally budgeted by the state right so the difference, what a lot of people don't know, and then I apologize, I, I fucking interjected, but I'll let you continue. It's just, it's sometimes I think of these things mm-hmm. when we're talking and I'm like, I want to make sure people understand this stuff. So the difference between the reserves and the national guard, right? Army reserves, army national guard, they train one week in a month, two weeks a year, sometimes three weeks a year, sometimes four weeks at a time <laughs> for your annual training, depending on how bad they want to fuck you yeah. um, and where they want to send you to fuck you in. Mm-hmm um like sometimes it's really nice like hawaii and you get fucked there and it's really it's actually not so bad right mm-hmm. but then other times they'll send you to like you know haiti mobile alabama
1: i would <laughs> wait That was way, actually I, nice I,
0: it was actually aniston <laughs>
1: um, oh yeah aniston there we go uh,
0: aniston was gangster as fuck. Mm-hmm. uh or they could send you to haiti and that's just like a rough <laughs> sandpaper no lube sweat kind of fuck mm-hmm. um and it sucks it's not fun so The reserves and the guard have the same type of training schedule, right? Yeah. The difference is is that the Army reserves is both funded by the state budget as well as the as well as the federal government. That's the guard, yeah. So they've got the the reserves. No, the reserves are federal and state. The National Guard is a solely state-funded entity.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. This
0: is why you don't have like. The Montana Army Reserves. Mm-hmm. You just have the Army Reserves, yeah. But you have the Montana Army National Guard and the California Army National Guard and mm-hmm. the Alabama Army, uh, you know, whatever <coughs> Texas Army. Yeah, I, I was thinking Each...
1: fucking <clears throat> with yeah. the with the guard, <clears throat> the with the guard, the primary, the the primary uh, income source, I guess you could say, is Exhausting. from the state.
0: And only then time. the only
1: time is if you are OCONUS, where it goes overseas yes, to do a ten. federal Title 10 mission, yes, then you start getting is, paid federally. Yep. yep but everything the only else time. is only state.
0: <clears throat> right. So when it comes to schools, again, yeah. this is the sniper school, school, ranger school,
1: airborne, yeah, school aerosol airborne school, aerosol.
0: BLC, hmm.
1: fuck, yeah, ALC, BLC, SLC,
0: BLC. all your... Which are
1: your gear. leadership courses? Yep, like... your
0: leadership courses, your... um, What the fuck did they call it? Um, the less lethal.
1: Oh, uh, less lethal. <laughs> no, there's a specific... Taser OC. School.
0: Yeah, I can't remember the actual specific name for the school, but I was actually supposed to go because I was an assistant instructor for a few years. yeah <laughs> um, <Nice. laughs> I was supposed to go to the school to get sort of 100% certified. But um, mm-hmm. anyways, uh, less the weapons, you know, uh, mm-hmm. instructor school, um, yeah. you know, all these different schools, MPI, CID, CID right, yeah, which is MPI, military police investigator. CID is criminal, criminal investigative division of the mm-hmm. MP court. Okay. Um, all these different schools, these are not they don't pull funding from the federal government the way that the reserves do so the mm-hmm. reserves get money both from state and the federal government which is allocated for all these you know uh increased training right yeah the yeah. national guard does not our our training uh funds our equipment funds our uniform funds all this bullshit comes from the state so when you have a state like california where gavin newsom is dumping all that fucking money into fucking illegal immigrants and sanctuary shitties and all this other horse shit, Fucking CRT training in schools and all this other garbage. That all that training, all that money goes out the fucking window. And then what's left over is allocated for the Army National Guard, and we get fucked, right?
1: So yeah, you get like twenty grand to spend for the whole year. Yes.
0: So <clears throat> once you graduate basic and you get to your respective unit and your respective state, mm-hmm. bro, you're fucked, yeah. right? Because I want to state some states have more funding than others because they give a fuck about their military forces, right? Yeah. But but yeah, so so when you do go to a go to a recruiter, fuck man, I want to know what our enlistment bonuses. <laughs> and after that, I want to go to air assault school, I want to go to airborne school, I want to go to ranger school, I want to go to fucking selection, SF mm. fucking selection course, right? Yeah. I want to go to these, these things. So you can have those things put into your contract to where literally it's pretty fucking gangster you come out of basic training you go to your unit, and you immediately get sent to airborne school. You immediately <laughs> get sent to air assault. You immediately get sent to fucking ranger school or mm-hmm. SFQ or whatever the course is or whatever the school is that you want to go to. You immediately get sent to it because it's allocated in your contract. Yeah. Uh, so don't be a dumb fuck like me. Don't get completely screwed <laughs> uh, because I want to go to airborne. I want to go air assault. Unfortunately, the Army National Guard MP Corps does not send soldiers to <laughs> airborne. So I got on a list for air assault. I was slotted for an air assault school actually got slotted for air assault, super pumped. Kelly pulled all funding and I got fucked out of it. Um, I got slotted for MPI. Uh, Kelly pulled all the funding. Um, I got put on the, I was selected for the SRT team, which is basically the MP SWAT team. Uh, I got selected for SRT started training with the SRT team a little bit. I and that. when we were gearing up for us to get sent to SRT school, phase one, right? Uh, phase one is standard uh, SWAT stuff. Phase two is sniper school. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were gearing up to send me and a few of the other guys that weren't SRT certified to SRT school, oh yeah, fuck your funding.
1: Uh, funding <laughs> yeah, up. I do remember that. So, so man, getting <laughs> to
0: schools is really fucking hard, right? Really, mm-hmm. really hard. Um, so guys, don't be a dipshit um and enlist. Man. Make sure no, in I'm just your just initial kidding. contract. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, make sure in your initial contract you have everything that you want. Yeah.
1: Um
0: okay, so anyway, so sorry, and I digress, research this shit. yeah.
1: Well, cause um uh, uh, <clears throat> which is it's it's good to uh it's good to uh mention all this because it was funny because last night Melissa and I were actually talking about this because uh we first you know, last night we uh <clears throat> we uh we hopped in the pool and we watched jaws um in the pool and, yeah in the pool yeah um, fuck you <laughs> <laughs> you know because it's the end of summer you got to fucking you got to throw on the jaws at the end of summer of course
0: dog i don't care if it's a fucking pop-up pool in the backyard you will not catch me laying in any sort of body of water even if it's a puddle
1: <laughs> fucking and watching, watching jaws. jaws you can get fucked <laughs> <laughs> But that's uh you know, that's nope. one thing that's one thing that we do at the at the end of summer usually. Um we'll we'll throw on Jaws and hopefully if we're around a pool we can, you know, pop in the pool. Uh and so there's the scene at the you know the three quarter mark um uh where the the ship captain um he's he talks about the USS Indianapolis. Uh if anyone has not heard of the USS Indianapolis, it was the ship that delivered the A bomb during uh that was the um Hiroshima and uh Nagasaki. No I didn't yeah, know that, this.
0: <clears throat> I did not know this. So this is, uh, you're fucking teaching me something today.
1: So I'm the little uh little history lesson here, folks. Um <laughs> <laughs> you learn something. we are not only entertainers, we are teachers, <laughs> as Ross always says. Uh <laughs> but uh yeah so the USS Indianapolis was a um a Or not destroyer. It was a, um, I forget which, uh, which class. What's going on right now?
0: There you go. I know you probably looked at my face. What the fuck is going on?
1: (laughs) I was hearing something over you
0: talking. I thought it was a kid throwing a fucking tantrum.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It sounded like the dog's going crazy.
0: Now I pop the headphones off, and it's the wind.
1: Oh, it's like it it sounded
0: howling out there yeah it sounded it?
1: like yeah i heard it when you took the yeah. headphones off it sounded like fuck it like the dogs were going nuts yeah it's the um, wind is
0: fucking howling outside okay sorry Sorry. Right. so so uh
1: yeah so the uss indianapolis was a navy uh vessel i can't remember which which uh which class of ship it was um but they were in 1945 right after pearl harbor um they were the Courier ship that transported one of two, one of the two bombs uh, that was N- Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Actually, no I believe. Uh, come to think of it, I think they actually transported both bombs, but they uh, they dropped them off in the Philippines and uh, Guam somewhere somewhere around there. They dropped it off. And on their way back, a Japanese sub fucking picked them up and fucking fired torpedoes at them, destroying and uh, fucking uh, sinking their ship on their way back. And because it was such a top secret mission, they didn't have any fucking... uh, any rescue no they they didn't have a destroyer fucking escort they didn't have a fucking uh they couldn't even send out an sos call like they tried sending out an sos they didn't get any response they were all out of i think it was 1400 men on the ship only 300 survived and wow fuck yeah and so uh the main so that the theme of that because that that story was said in jaws initially um 1100 men were taken by either the the you know explosions in the ship or uh you know just drowning or um you know whatever injuries that were that came of the ship or sharks in the water no shit. Because, you know, the, once the ship goes down, you fucking, you abandon ship, you jump, ship, whatever. Um, you know, you're in the fucking water. And at that time, there was a fucking, uh, like, a, a school of tiger sharks. And, well, they just started picking people off one by one. Yeah, yeah. So, they were left stranded in the waters on their fucking, on their little life raft floaties uh, for five days before they were rescued. Because oh, because there was no there was no record of them being out there. So um we had so yeah uh, I mean kind of off on a random tangent, but uh yeah, go look up uh for any of you that are uh you know wondering, go check out the movie USS Indianapolis Men of Courage with Nicholas Cage. Uh it's on Showtime. If you guys have Showtime or show, Showtime Anytime app, whatever, check that out, it's free on there uh we just watched it last night after jaws um and it's a really good movie and it shows the uh the you know based on true events uh fucking yep, what yep. happened during that time um and uh so we had we had started talking about that because you know military movie and all that shit we start talking about yeah. military so the main thing was uh it, it's a good thing that you brought up the the contract stuff because um you know my lady said uh she she first asked like if you would if you would be in any any branch she was like obviously you were in the army but any branch what would you be like what would you what would your preference be and i was like honestly looking back i would still enlist in the army but i would mm-hmm. enlist active first um and i would fucking have all the goddamn mos uh, like i would i would probably go infantry first uh versus mp yeah because infantry gets all the fucking cool schools like
0: yeah i probably would have done the same thing
1: you know like i i initially like my first my first instinct was to go in marine corps back you know in high school i wanted to go marine corps but i the only reason i wanted to go marine corps was because i wanted to go scout sniper I always, yes. I always thought that the Marine Corps had the best fucking snipers in the world and this and that. Really, the Army has the best fucking sniper program. And every, every sniper, Mike fucking, Mike said it, uh, fucking um, the operator, uh, Rob O'Neill said it, fucking like every sniper of every branch has said the Army has the best sniper school in yes. the fucking world even other yes. countries that have come and taken the sniper course has said that this is the best sniper school they've gone to yeah that's what that was the main reason i wanted to be a marine was because i thought that the marine scout snipers were like fucking tits. like yeah fuck yeah this bitchin'. um but that also came from watching jarhead so um
0: well and the other thing the other funny thing too is <laughs> and, uh fucking, again sorry to interject but uh Marine Corps MPs, guess what school they go to? Army. U.S. MP Army school. MP School of Fort
1: Leonard Wood, Missouri. Missouri. Yep. yep. Because I remember we had a I few. Was,
0: yeah. So <clears> when I went through, we didn't have any in our companies particularly. Yeah. But there was a separate.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. in that same... of,
0: And it wasn't even a company size. It was like a platoon size element. Yeah. Yep. We had the same thing. Marines going through MP school.
1: Yeah, when we were doing uh, our uh, our unit training, our uh, fucking, like, the actual patrols, we had, uh-huh. uh, like, because we were doing, it was cool. We had uh, offset shifts um, where, like, 1st platoon had day shift, 2nd platoon had swing mm-hmm. shift, and 3rd platoon had graveyard. Um, and so, like, we had those, and, like, every time we'd go in on, like, day, daylight or you know, coming off of of Graveyard for Daylight, you'd see the Marines, like the fucking platoon of Marines there. Mm -hmm. And it was like, what the fuck are these guys doing here? This is an Army base. (laughs) You know, like you're thinking about that. And they're like, oh, well, they do the same fucking MP training that that we do.
0: Yep. So they come they go to our... They get trained by Army soldiers. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so Army's the best. Fuck the rest. Uh, Mm -hmm. Continue.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that was kind of like my mentality initially was I wanted to go Marine Corps for the Army... the, uh, the army, the uh, scout sniper program. But, you know, you, you growed up, you learned, did more, and you fucking find out <laughs> that, uh, that maybe it's not the best. You know, maybe the army actually is the best. Um, but I would have, I would have definitely, if, you know, let's turn back time. If I could turn back time. Um <laughs> And, you know, that re-enlistment, that initial enlistment process, I would have definitely gone active army first, and I would have put all the fucking identifiers in there. I would have gone sniper school, um, ranger school, airborne school. I would have, like, fuck the bonus. I'm cool with not having a bonus. If I can go to fucking airborne, air assault, ranger, SRT, mountain, like, just... Throw me into all the fucking schools right after basic training. Get me, you know, I want to be triple tabbed. <laughs> like, you know, give me a triple <laughs> tab right off the fucking bat. Give me send me to fucking Ranger School. Send me to MOSQ or uh uh, uh SFQ fucking Rangers selection. Like, I'll do all that shit. Mm-hmm. That would have been worth it way more than that would have been worth it.
0: Already into our fucking <laughs> third 40 <40th> minute session. <laughs>
1: I know yeah we're 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 kind of running a little bit long here but I won't go, go ahead uh, continue go too too much longer. Yeah, uh, no um, let's get it. Yeah. In. But uh yeah, I I uh I would have definitely done that with the uh initial contract and of course having all that fun shit to do in the active you it makes it much more um enticing to stay in to re-up to get extra uh extra fucking schools under your belt alc wlc blc fucking all the the leadership courses and and at that point too if you're going all those schools and you're getting all those fucking promotion points and you're getting on the promotion boards left and right you're getting promoted in the army national guard it's it's a good old boy system with the promotion process and mm-hmm. you know you're stuck at home 30 you know 28 days out of the month uh and you just you like in my case i fucked up um and that fucked me fucked me over long term because of you know you you get into some legal battle uh you, you know some legal trouble it's going to put you back. It's going to set you up for failure uh, for any kind of promotion process, whatever. Um,
0: now, let me let me ask you this real quick, because mm-hmm. you made the comment about with the guard and how you would have gone active, which I, I I'm i on the same boat, right? If If I had to do this yeah. all over again and I now the only reason why I didn't go active duty is because I was married at the time with a stepson. And the father was still in his life, so if I would have gone active duty depending on no no matter where I got stationed, I would have been alone because they would have not been able to go with me because of the father mm-hmm. so that's that's why I chose to go guard over active otherwise I would have gone active now in hindsight, which is always fucking twenty twenty fuck that bitch, I should have gone fucking active <laughs> right um but that's neither here nor there now um. The question I have for you is because I found this very difficult for me because once I'm in that military mindset, I'm in that military mindset all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. Was it difficult for you being in the guard going from that military mindset, right? Two days, three days, four days, five days, however long we were on drill status. Yeah. And then immediately coming back and having to try and flip that switch off and convert back into a civilian mindset, civilian attitude, civilian way of reacting to certain things or handling oh, hell certain yeah. things every fucking month, doing the back and forth and the back and forth and the back and forth. Was that something that you struggled with? Because I know that's something that I struggled with big Oh, hell
1: yeah. Like, and it only, it only got worse after I got out. Um, Okay. And I'll, I'll explain that a little bit in, in a minute. But yes, every time I would have to turn it on for drill, you know, you you turn it on for drill Friday night, Thursday night, whatever, you know, whatever the night before you turn that shit on, you shave, you fucking, you get in, you get ready, you're fucking packing up your bags, you're getting ready for fucking drill. You can <laughs> it's three o'clock in the morning you're fucking, you're backing you up week.
0: the bags drunk as fuck with your best friend yeah. <laughs> trying to get your shit shits all over the fucking living room and you got to be in formation an hour and 45 minutes and you got to get some yeah. sleep
1: and you got a 30 yeah, minute okay. drive ahead of you so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck did we
0: do ourselves
1: right every fucking week or every every
0: goddamn. and that um, bro those would be the words that would come out of our mouth
1: mm-hmm. i remember two do Fuck, why do we do this to ourselves every fucking every fucking, fucking
0: <laughs> weekend every fucking drill? We do the same stupid shit. And I'd call you before I'd be you know on my way down to your house on like say a Friday night. Chris and I to your pad. And I'm like, hey, let's head up. let's head to the bees. Let's have a picture of Dos Equis. Let's head back to the house. Let's get to bed early. Let's fucking do it right. Let's make sure yeah. shit's packed. It was always when we were going to the fucking field, right? Yep, yeah, my field, shit's packed. Sure. Get to your house. And for some reason it's like 1 30 in the morning because we go to the bees and then we go to a bar and then we do whatever. And we get to your house, and I walk in the door, and your shit you would have an empty drunk <laughs> right in the middle of the living room. Shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we walk in, and the first thing out of your mouth would be like, every fucking month we do this same <laughs> stupid shit. Why do we never learn? Yeah. Same ne- next month. Every fucking month, <laughs> the same shit. Why do we never learn? <laughs> Yeah, bro. It's just it is what it is.
1: Well, it is, it's it's uh, <laughs> a <laughs> it's true, you know. Like and and it was it, it's that that uh that mindset <laughs> of having to turn it on and turn it off. I, I know, I like didn't, I stopped. <clears throat> see, and I just and left for me, on. see, and that's what that's how it was for me in the beginning. I left it on. I left it on for a good long while. That's probably why good,
0: everybody always thought I was an asshole. Out in civilian world because I just left the military, bearing the military mindset on twenty four seven, which is bad because people would fuck up, and I'm like, "The fuck is wrong with you?"
1: Yeah, you knife hand everyone. You fucking you over. You know, you yell all the time, and you know, yelling is your preferred mode of of vocal communication. communication. (laughs) It's just why I just didn't get
0: because in the military, right, we have this. Level of discipline, majority of us, right? We have our military bearings. We have our pay attention to detail. We have all these things that are ingrained in us. So if we just leave them on, they're
1: beating into us. Yeah. uh literally. Uh, Literally.
0: (laughs) Uh, But out in the civilian world, so many people don't pay, they, they don't know shit about fuck. They don't pay attention to fucking anything. They're lazy they're they have zero situational awareness they have zero attention to detail and we go through and we're like it's not that hard it's not that fucking hard it's not that goddamn hard fix your shit private and you're like but this isn't a private this is a normal yeah
1: i know i i catch myself like fix yourself uh, Uh, fix yourself dude like
0: (laughs) (laughs) but i think that's why We both say we would have gone active if we had to do it over again because active duty you don't have to turn it off.
1: Yeah, it's just. So 100%. you struggled with the Boom. same
0: things I struggled. With. Yeah. The difference is, is you eventually would go back and forth. Yeah. And could turn. It I off had.
1: I could. I had a point where I was getting, uh, I, like I was starting to see it kind of like affect the people around me. Like the civilians around me and I would just be like Ugh, fucking civilians and like I would say it loud enough to people who are like you're a civilian and I'm like <laughs> fucking mm, but man. am I <laughs> um <clears throat> And then I would be like, oh, well, shit, you know, like, people would start getting pissed, people would stop hanging out with me, they're like, he's a fucking asshole, like, he's just... And I'm like, you know what, maybe I should fucking, like, kind of lay off on the military shit for a little bit, you know, until I go to drill. And so I'd start to turn it off, turn it on, turn it off, turn it on. And then it was just like, ugh, it was so much easier when everyone was just a fucking shitbag. And now I'm trying to be, like, friendly and fucking all, Um... And like, that's kind of why I never went into law enforcement because, uh, I, I couldn't really, once I started doing the turning off, turning on of the military mindset, I didn't want to have another aspect to have to turn on and turn off. Like when you're a cop, you have to turn that shit on and make that shit on. Like it's gotta be on all the fucking time. And Mm -hmm. I didn't want to bring home work home with me. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and I kind of felt like that, uh, like halfway through my military career, when I was starting to do the the on and off with the the military mindset, but then when I got right towards the end there, like at, at the the last year mark, I was starting to leave it on more. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just leave it on, like you know what, fuck it, I don't like, I'm this is I'm gonna be getting out anyways, <clears throat> or I might stay in, but I need to be prepared to, kind of on a, on a moment's notice, I need to be able to figure out if i want to stay in or if i want to get out like what do i like which mentality do i like more the civilian mentality or the military mentality and so i left on the the military mentality a lot uh that last year trying to figure out if i still wanted to stay in but then i started to see the dwindling of power the dwindling of fucking the uh the the leadership the the shitbaggery that started coming in that we're getting promoted over me that we're getting fucking you know you're seeing the um the change of commands and then your new commander is a fucking dirtbag who doesn't fucking doesn't care about the soldiers he doesn't give a shit he's just looking for his fucking he's looking for his awards and medals and all this bullshit and then you look at goose and you're like goose what the fuck dude like where's why aren't you our fucking commander right now and he's like well you know i don't i don't exactly have fucking time yet
0: and it's yeah. like yeah
1: somewhere else
0: like <clears throat> i'm not gonna throw a name out there even though i'm out so i really don't give a flying fuck
1: mm-hmm
0: but I don't want to deal with somebody calling me and then have me having to tell them to fucking suck a dick and leave me alone. Well, and see the funny but thing too when about you goose, have a guy and you and you'll I are know the, exactly one know the well, Yeah. yeah. You, well, no, but you, you know, you'll know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. When you have a motherfucking E7. Yep. <clears throat> <throat> who has had multiple sharp investigations done on him mm-hmm. through deployments in Afghanistan, then comes back then gets caught up and jammed up in not only an adultery investigation, but fucking a lower enlisted soldier investigation while married with children, gets sent home from a fucking deployment and ends up as a fucking first sergeant. We have a problem. You know exactly (laughs) who the fuck I'm talking about. Because... (laughs) You were one of the ones, if I'm not mistaken, who had to pull me away because I almost broke the motherfucker's jaw
1: Mm -hmm. on the drill floor. I believe so because there's like four soldiers going through, or four, four NCOs going through my mind right now. Like I know there's like four of them that are actually starts starts (laughs) with the Charlie.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: the the Sea Monster for sure.
0: Okay, so how in the fuck do you have a senior NCO? That does all this shit and still ends up as a fucking Eni in yeah. charge of a company. <clears throat> Fuck you, dude. Fuck off. Like, that right there is a prime example of what you're talking about when you see the toxicity within these leadership ranks, right? Yeah,
1: and, and like, I hadn't... Like, it's, it's funny, too, because I hadn't seen him for years. Like, from from my deployment
0: because granted he deployed with you guys but he was over mm-hmm. at salerno he was not at clark with you
1: guys. well he initially was at clark with us he was our he was our platoon sergeant for the first couple months of, of the before, deployment before g <clears throat> yeah um
0: <clears throat> which shout out g you know who you are if you do happen to listen motherfucker you're a gangster um yep. i just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the guidance you gave me as a young joe coming into the into the ranks and then push me down to o and tj and fucking navi nav um, and you
1: came in clutch mode for me in cuba <laughs> yeah so like, this
0: yeah motherfucker yeah. you uh you're amazing you were a you're godsend to being. the ranks and extremely knowledgeable and enjoy your fucking retirement dude because it is well well deserved yes yeah
1: um but yeah so it was before g um he was our 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 PG or PSG platoons are um for MOB for pre-MOB MOB, and the first couple months of deployment. He was our platoon sergeant. Um, and then the investigation happened and he got bounced. Um, not G. No, we'll call him not Charlie. G, not G. Yeah. We're char- we're calling, calling him Charlie Sea monster um, <laughs> for if anyone in, third platoon is listening to this you know who i'm talking about um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh yeah so yeah he got bounced and then g became the the e6 platoon sergeant uh which was so, dope as shit. he was the yeah. best so like,
0: let's utilize this situation to roll into your deployment
1: yeah so yeah we're, we're talking in we're talking about deployment right now um
0: we had 2010, a, 2010 correct no 2010, no uh, 2010, 10, 2011. 2011.
1: Yeah, 10-11. That's right. Um, So we had a fair, like, what we want to call a light deployment, right? Um, We did our job, and our job was literally fucking parallel with the infantry's job. The only difference, I I was just talking about this last night with Melissa. Um, We were literally doing an infantry job while we were out there um, because the infantry was tasked To train the Afghan National Army on how to be soldiers. Us, as MPs, the 330th, we were tasked to train the Afghan National Police on how to be police. Well, in the fucking Afghan culture, in the Afghan country, they don't have a police force. They don't, like, yeah, they do have uniformed police officers, but they don't know. It's literally like teaching a kindergartner how to fucking be a cop. Um, Bro, they...
0: I mean, if you guys have ever seen any of the fucking YouTube videos, so if you haven't, go look them up, of Afghans trying to do jumping Trying jacks, to do jumping Oh, my you God. You'll understand fucking... exactly what the fuck Bernie's talking about.
1: Yes. <laughs> and so since since they don't exactly know what a cop is or what a police officer is or how to be a police officer, our mission was literally aligned with the armies, uh, the, the infantry's. <laughs> And so what the infantry was teaching them was how to shoot, how to move through buildings, how to clear buildings, how to do this, uh, you know, how to uh, move in a fucking straight line or in a wedge formation or, the, you know, like infantry tactics. Well, that's what we were teaching our Police in the same thing. The only The only additional thing we were doing was how to inventory your weapons, how to inventory your fucking gear, how to properly handcuff somebody, how to investigate and search a house or a room or a fucking hallway or, you know, like the infantry guys were teaching them how to clear hallways. We were teaching them how to search hallways for items that could be related to a crime or some shit, you know? So we were literally doing infantry adjacent fucking tactics and training and all that for the Afghan uh, police so I never considered myself real a real MP. Yeah, I was certified, I was qualified, but everything that I did in the six years that I was in was all fucking infantry adjacent.
0: Well, so minus so the
1: last year or two that we were doing the QRF and the HRF
0: shit, right? Which was a lot of active shooter. It was a lot of uh, riot control. Riot training, control. Yeah, was a lot of uh, which is uh, also stuff like which but, is also
1: infantry adjacent as right. well. Right. So
0: <laughs> let's. I want to pause real fucking quick right there. Um, you got to understand, guys, there's a difference between garrison MPs. And there, so there's three. Realistically, there's three different types of MPs. You've got. Uh, you've got detention MPs, right? Or detainee ops MPs, which strictly yeah, yeah. all they do is.
1: They used to 31 Echoes. Stuff.
0: Right. Um, that's
1: no longer an MOS. No, so it's
0: well. No, it's uh, now it's a
1: now I think it's a thirty-one kilo, right? It used to be Echo. Now and
0: it's it a. To, we used to have thirty-one Bravo, thirty-one Echo was so Echo. Or maybe your, it's
1: Charlie now.
0: Well, Echo was yeah. When I was still in Echo was still your detaining ops MPs. Yeah. Um Thirty-one Bravo was your combat operations or garrison MPs. So so technically mm-hmm. three different kinds. So you have military police officers that that are. Det- assigned to a detainee ops unit and all they do is work the fucking jail yeah
1: right jail Gitmo, fucking yeah shit like that Then you the have
0: braid. a 31 bravo which can be split into two different categories when they're on home station or they're let's say you're active duty or you're on uh title 32 orders or something like that working at base you are an np so you are working the road, you're a law enforcement officer, you're in a patrol vehicle, you're doing stops, you're running calls, you're doing all the same shit that any civilian law enforcement officer is doing out on the streets. You do the exact same shit just on a base, right? Mm -hmm. You are a cop. So that's why I still consider myself a law enforcement (laughs) officer. That's why I have a Leosa, which says DOD qualified law enforcement officer on it. All this good shit because MPs are first and foremost law enforcement officers. Yep. Then you have a combat operations MP, which is what we were, right? Mm. We were trained as combat operations MPs, which means when we go downrange, we're not patrolling. Yeah. We're doing foot patrols, dismounted patrols in villages. We're looking, we're kicking in fucking doors. We're we're looking for in gathering intel for Carousel locations, uh, operations, IED guys placing IEDs. Yeah,
1: we were for, doing a lot of cordon searches, shit, right? Cordon well, like...
0: searches, right? You're you yeah. clearing houses. You're getting in firefights. You're doing convoy security, right? Providing security mm-hmm. from your vehicles for the con- the supply resupply convoys running from post to you know fob to fob or outpost to outpour posts or something like that. So
1: we uh, third platoon for the deployment of Afghanistan 2010-11, is one of the only non cav units to be awarded the gold spurs from a cav unit. That's right, you, have you guys to, are attached to a cav unit, right? We were we were well, we were separate, but we ran missions with them enough to where they were like, you guys deserve your combat spurs.
0: Sick as fuck.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Like we have we have the the fucking memorandum of the combat spur from the 101st Cav. Like, the, you, if you're not in the 101st Cav, you don't get combat spurs because you're not right. in that fucking unit. You're not Cav. If right. you're not a cavalry unit, you don't get combat spurs, even if you're deployed next to them or with them or in the same base as them. We ran enough missions with the 101st Cav that their smoke, their fucking top... Their fucking Command Sergeant Major sent it down the line and said, no, you guys ran enough fucking missions with us that we want. They wanted to fucking run some, like, three-day-long fucking night missions, like, kicking doors. We wanted to fucking kick, like, 300 doors in. They wanted us as their fucking combat security. They wanted us as their cordon and search. They wanted us as their fucking, you know, their right hand that they issued us the combat spur, which is a fucking honor. Right, dude. Like that is a an honor above you know, above oneself. Like that's fucking dope as shit. And yes. some people like they've come they've come to the house and they've seen like, oh you're like, what the fuck are those? Like, oh those are my spurs. And they're like well, for what? <laughs> like <laughs> they're gold spurs. If you if you know, you know. Like I'm not gonna have to fucking I'm not gonna explain it. Right. Um And then you get other people that are like, Oh, where'd you buy those, eBay? like no you can see the fucking memorandum right there the certificate like, of fucking issuance no, right
0: you fucking twat
1: i yeah. earned <clears throat> them. Like, you weren't cav you were an mp yeah well the cav issued me my fucking combat spurs this is have... this
0: is why there's still a lot of people out there right that that like you have engineers that will deploy with a fucking that will deploy and get attached to an 82nd airborne unit and their combat patch is an 82nd airborne fucking patch right yeah like you get when you deploy whatever unit you're attached to for mm-hmm. the length of that deployment is the combat patch that you're going to be wearing so you yeah. may be with the 330th mp company of the california army national guard but if you go down range and you get attached to a 101st airborne or an 82nd airborne fucking unit mm-hmm. then your combat patch that you will wear on your left sleeve no right right sleeve right sleeve sorry uh, left sleeve is your unit patch. Your right sleeve is your combat patch. Mm-hmm. The the patch that you will wear on that right sleeve will be an 82nd airborne patch.
1: Yeah. So, and see, for us, there was there was like uh, there was so many different fucking things that were going on at the time because we weren't attached to the 101. We weren't attached to the big red one. Um, we were our own entity when we went out mm-hmm. there. We were literally the 330th MP company. That's why we were sandwiched uh, for those layman's uh, sandwich patches means you have two of the same patches on both. You deployed with your unit. You got out there. You you did 180 days uh, with your unit and that's you deserve it. You get awarded your combat patch. You did combat, but you're sandwiched. You have two two fucking of the same patches on your shoulders, uh, but because third platoon was Directly under the 101st at Clark, Mm -hmm. they wrote the 101st wrote a memorandum for just Third Platoon to be authorized to wear the 101st (coughs) screaming (coughs) eagle patch. The the screaming chicken. Which Um,
0: is gangster (laughs) as fuck.
1: Yeah. We were the only platoon allowed to wear the combat patch but the 330th <coughs> with fucking with uh fucking pff, keeping it real uh uh he was like no we're all going to be sandwiched if we can't have it you can't have it kind of fucking being a little a prick fan. about it yeah he was being a fucking stupid cunt about it um yeah. so while we were at the 330th with under his command we weren't allowed to wear it. But if you went to another fucking company if like the fortieth or the six seventieth or two seventieth or eight seventieth, you, you were able so to wear it because command. yeah, you were not under his command anymore. And you were authorized through via the one oh first. If they're the ones saying, Yeah, you can wear our fucking patch. You guys you guys fucking ran with us. But that was only Third Platoon. So I mean, I've seen other dudes that fucking wear it, but fuck them i don't really care i'm not a big fucking stolen valor fucking person i mean unless it's fucking like belligerent and fucking like super like out there like hey bitch i know you i i know all the names of the medal of honor recipients and you are not one of them
0: (laughs) yeah so now so let's transition so you get out there to afghanistan um, and we'll try and kind of breeze through this cause fuck me we're coming up on like two hours. Um, <laughs> so you get out there, you get out to the stand, right? You've enlisted, <clears throat> um, you're fresh out of basic pretty much. Yeah, literally eight, eight, six months, months after. out of, yeah. Six, eight months out of O your boots on ground in, uh, in the sandbox. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you get there three months later, you guys are third platoon is sent out to Clark um where were you located because obviously I'm, we're not going to worry about offset because we ain't fucking there no more so everybody can <laughs> yeah. eat a dick and get fucked. uh i never signed an nda well there you go where the fuck were was camp clark kind of located what what region area and from that point on to the end of the deployment uh a quick kind of synopsis of how that deployment went some of the stuff you did some of the things that happened out there um, and then we'll transition from there into coming home
1: mm-hmm.
0: and kind of some of the things you dealt with coming home and getting out.
1: Okay. So, uh, camp Clark was in, well, Salerno itself. Cause the, the, the main base that the unit was at, was at camp Salerno, uh, right. was which it camp was, Salerno
0: or fob, Salerno? Was it was fob. Yeah. Fob? fob Salerno.
1: Yeah, that's right. Just, for those fob Salerno. Are, it's a forward operating board base. operating base. Um, and so Fob Salerno was the main base where the rest of the unit was. Uh, and there there was a uh, second and I think second and first platoon ended up at uh, camp CCP or something like that. OCCP, which was another small, small cop on the top of a fucking hill, which is ridiculous that they even fucking had that thing. Yeah. Um,
0: and for you guys, a cop is combat outpost.
1: Yeah. Um. Usually so very, they were,
0: very small. Like platoon size elements only. Yeah. You're not gonna have a full company there.
1: (laughs) No, there was literally like two platoons could fit in that fucking in that area. We went up there once and we were like, Why do we even have people here? Um (laughs) They had a helipad and that was about it. Like because the had, army
0: has just got fucking in, infinite amount of wisdom that they think. Of is course, yeah. Great idea. The good
1: idea fairy came to them late one night, and they said, "Let's build a fucking, let's build three fucking bunkers in you know at the top of this fucking hill, so we can get mortared every fucking day of our yeah, lives. Yeah,
0: it's, it's like when they sent so. my unit down to fucking Haiti to pull security and do PSD stuff because the Colombian cartel moved in and it was causing a fucking ruckus. But yeah. they wouldn't allow us to wear body armor, no weapons on our fucking <laughs> vehicles, and we were only allowed five rounds in our mags for our nine mils at amber status. Yeah, way to fucking go, douchebags. Yeah, Send it. Yeah, because I gotta I gotta <laughs> fucking rack around before I can fire off one of my five rounds while this dude's taking pop shots at me with an AK if shit pops off well done. Uh mm-hmm. eat a dick. So yeah, um the army's kinda of retarded at times with the decisions they make, like hey, fuck, a fucking cop on the top of the hill. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was uh I think first and second platoon were there. HQ was back at Salerno. Um we, third platoon, uh, uh the lucky us. Um we were over at Cop uh Clark Camp Clark. It used to be in the very beginning stages of Afghan, it was a special forces cop. Um, you know, combat outpost. It was literally like you probably had maybe fifteen to twenty soldiers there at a time and they were mm-hmm. SF guys, ranger guys, fucking Intel mm-hmm. guys. Like they didn't have any form of security. They just had Hesco barriers and fucking like B huts. Like <laughs> you know like And no... I wonder
0: knowing that it was an SF outpost at one point, I wonder if these dudes like, you know, fucking Glover and these guys that did so many SF rotations out there <laughs> would know of Clark.
1: Oh yeah. Glover's um, talked about Coast. Glovers talked about being in Coast at a at a SF cop. He's talked about deploying out there. And so now coast you're talking about province, the Coast Province. Coast province right, was Which is uh, out
0: by the Korngal. Yes. And
1: yeah. that's where we were in like in in relation to Afghanistan. Coast province is the R C you know, regional command east is the eastern section of Afghanistan, mm-hmm. close to the Pakistani border. It's Coast itself, Coast City, is probably about forty to fifty miles west of the the Pakistan border. So you're on that eastern side mm-hmm. of, you know, the Pakistan border. Clark was roughly about twenty miles west of the Pakistan border. We were even closer at Clark. Um and there Glover's talked about a few times, I think he's talked about uh being in coast and being on a special force cop um east of coast or west of coast um province so he's probably talking about clark which he probably doesn't know that's declassified now like or declassified now but um yeah being on clark we're about 20 miles from the uh the, the pakistan border which there was one or two times that we accidentally crossed that line <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> hey guys it's the bft nice. didn't up, the bft didn't update <laughs> well our gps was uh it was lagging <laughs> sorry oh, uh, and God, then we get it and then we get a call from we get a, we get a call from someone in a different uh fucking battle space going uh who the fuck are you and what are you doing in our battle space and we're going uh my bad we're turning around um <laughs> BFT just updated, and uh, we (laughs) crossed a wrong border that we weren't supposed to cross. I guess that Wadi was uh, not the border we were supposed to cross.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whoopsie, my bad.
1: Whoopsie Um, ding-dong. So, yeah, um, throughout that deployment, we had a fairly light deployment. Um, And by light, we mean uh, what happens in Afghanistan is that the Afghan uh al-qaeda haqqani uh terrorist organizations whatever you want to call them whatever like mostly that we were dealing with was the haqqani network mm-hmm. out there in our in our area in our region well what they do is uh during the winter or right before the winter end the fall area um they send half of their force across the border to pakistan They send them over there because it's going to freeze in Afghanistan. Pakistan's a little bit warmer. Not too much. It's like California versus fucking Montana. So um, they send them over to Pakistan to continue to train and, and then train Pakistanis. Train them, uh, you know, to kill Americans. How that? How to kill Americans? How to build bombs? How to build IEDs? All that shit. That's fine. And then, when the snow thaws in the fucking in the in the springtime, they have their spring offensive. So they have everyone that they just trained up for the last six months come on over to fucking Afghan. There's no more fucking. There's no more rivers in the wadis now. The, all the wadis are starting to dry up, and everything's starting to thaw out. Fucking come on over. Kill all the Americans. You know, fucking now they got a double force. Well, since since we had such a light winter and everything didn't freeze over and fucking snow and, you know, all that shit, they only had to send a quarter of their force over to Pakistan to train and double and triple their force in in Pakistan. Okay. So they had they still had half of their force in Afghanistan versus a third of their force in Afghanistan. They had half. Right. And then on the Pakistan side, they were training up triple. So oh, when they me. came over, yeah. So when they came over, they literally tripled to almost quadrupled their force, which was our end of our deployment. Cause we left the end of February, uh, beginning of March so it was just coming into the springtime and so when the 670th came through and they were fucking ripping with us um, and they were taking over well that's when all the Pakistan fucking and the the Afghans were coming back over from Pakistan Mm -hmm. so they were the the Taliban and fucking Al Qaeda uh, Haqqani and all that shit they were coming back over from Pakistan and right. so they tripled, quadrupled their forces. So they, the our unit, the uh the six seventy that relieved us, uh, they got fucked up. Like literally two weeks after we got home, we were hearing about all of their fucking their uh they were the Camp Clark got fucked up on mortars. Um uh, they were they were getting mortared every other day. Like we were we were getting mortared like once a week. Um And getting rockets shot at us like you know once every couple days or whatever, but yeah, they were getting mortared at least every other day if not every day, for the first six for the first six months. And they were starting to get more accurate. They were hitting the fucking the the motor pool. They were starting to hit the fucking the the wash point. They were starting to hit. They were legit, like walking. They were yeah. Like every other day, they were fucking walking that shit in, getting closer and closer and closer. That's where uh, Specialist Walsh, uh, you know, RIP, fucking he that's was right. KIA. That's right. uh, he was out on a morning run, fucking. Lanny's, there was a
0: uh, Lanny's Gunner, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was Lanny's Gunner. Yeah. He was out on a morning run, fucking twenty-some years old, early twenties, I think he was twenty. Uh, out on a morning and he run, actually
0: took shrapnel from a mortar. Shrapnel from a mortar. mortar. Right <clears throat> under the and,
1: fucking Kevlar, uh, yep. Just happened to fucking hit him right under the medulla, and yep. fucking popped right under his under his Kevlar. Um, and you know there was there was times that uh we had mortars that came in that were fucking close as shit. Like I'm talking when you're up in a tower, you're you're up in a tower. It's about fifty feet high, right? Um, and you're looking out, you're scanning your sector. If a, if a mortar goes off behind you, you hear the initial fucking splash out. Um mm-hmm. and if it gets close enough, uh let me tell you fucking Hollywood has a perfect sound. Uh think of Pearl Harbor, the movie with uh Ben Ben Fleck mm-hmm. and fucking uh and uh Josh Hartnett. So when a Jap plane goes down during Pearl Harbor, that you that yeah. is exactly what a mortar sounds like when it's roughly about ten to fifteen feet over your head.
0: <laughs>
1: I can tell you this from experience, <laughs> uh, because there was a time one of the one of the times that I was on towers, uh, and me and Jimmy, my my gunner, like we were on towers together. He was like, "Hey, bro, like we just ate dinner. Literally, it was about eh, probably about eight o'clock at night." Right. We we had just finished dinner, you know our S R G came out. He gave us our dinner, at dinner chow. We just finished eating. He was like, bro, I gotta shit. I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna go take a shit. You know, porta shitters. Uh, porta shitters are about maybe about 50 to 100 feet from the the towers. So you gotta walk down this fucking you know circle stair, uh, you know fucking rounded staircase down the fucking tower to the bottom. You walk out. Five, you know, 50 to 100 yards out behind the towers. And he's out there taking a shit. As soon as he literally, I like, I looked out and I saw him with his fucking headlamp because it's, it's you know, it's nighttime. I see his headlamp finally going to the shitter. And then as soon as he closed the door to the shitter, dunk, oh, fuck. <laughs> dunk, I'm like, where the fuck? Okay, um, so where in the fuck is it? Like, I heard it. It's right behind me. Cause there was a mountain behind us or a hill mountain behind us. That's where it's getting shot from. So now I got SOG calling over what the fuck was that? And I'm trying to give out the three D's, you know, fucking, you know, distance direction and description. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm not seeing a splash. Like I I heard the initial splash out, but I don't hear the splash hit. Like what? I don't, I don't, I don't see it. And then third round, boom and i look in front of me and roughly about 50 to 100 feet in front of the fucking tower is i see the fucking plume of the fucking it hits and then i'm like oh man this one's gonna hit
0: fuck fuck (laughs) boop
1: and it fucking splashes it. it hits a good 50 like roughly the same like they didn't make any adjustments it was the same fucking hit and so then i get over the fucking radio and i'm like uh i got i got splash in fucking 50 to 100 feet in front of the tower he goes 50 to 100 yards or 50 a 100 feet and i'm like feet i'm i'm looking at the splash i'm looking at the dust and he goes where's your fucking where's your uh your partner I was like he's in the shitter <laughs> i'm by myself right now god damn it and so yeah that was one one pucker factor <laughs> uh but um yeah you know it's uh there's those hollywood got that sound correct with the fucking the airplane going down and shit because right that's, exactly how it fucking sounded right. those three times that the or two or three times that the the round came through <laughs> so
0: and and we'll we'll i think what we're gonna do is we'll part three this
1: yeah I, <laughs> yeah right i know I, we go uh, we'll, we go squirrel time and all that but
0: shit. no but this is really good because it's giving people a really good idea as to what your deployment was like and some of the things that you're experiencing and we'll get into the we'll get into the shit shit aspect yeah, the, of this. the nitty-gritty Sorry, I don't mean to put you on the spot with this one, but uh, unfortunately <laughs> I don't have any of these experiences. Highly unfortunate. I tried. I tried really fucking hard, guys, to get out there. Um and it just wasn't in the fucking cards. So yeah. um So mortars are getting walked in. Yeah. Jimmy was in the shitter mm-hmm. um when this was going on. Fucking we'll cut it there. <laughs> we'll yeah, I'm
1: gonna come back at next this.
0: week. Um <clears throat> and, and roll through this uh some more. And we'll next week when we start, we'll start, we'll get right into
1: um yeah. <laughs> but unless uh, some really crazy shit happens between the, now and next week yeah like so we're we have to get on it
0: re- revolution and then we won't be able to get on it we'll try and report live from the field because we will be actively engaged in the revolution <laughs>
1: um <laughs> yeah we'll so be fucking... very
0: excitedly actively engaged in the revolution um i might just strap
1: this. a gopro to the front of the fucking you know bucket just live
0: we'll live stream <laughs> zoom call the revolution yeah um so guys stay tuned for for part three of this um we appreciate you guys sticking with us um have a fucking fantastic week uh we love you guys hit us up uh you know whatever platform you guys are listening to the show give us a rating uh, appreciate five stars if possible. Give us a review, send us fucking the underscore tribe 21 at yahoo.com. Um, send us fucking, you know, any requests or fucking, you know, anything that you, you know, you can think of that might help us, uh, do, you know, do better and progress the show. Um, yeah like i said with that being said guys we love you have an amazing week work hard love your family get prepared get armed up get trained go check out uh fieldcraft survival and everything that mike lover has to offer to help you guys uh get get that training um don't be a fucking dick as always you got anything dude
1: drink water (laughs) (laughs)
0: we're the fuck out of here guys
1: we are out